We're taking a break from the football talk for today and trying to get a little more upbeat. Plenty to talk about across IU athletics. We have men's soccer, women's soccer, men's basketball, women's basketball. Might even throw some baseball in there as well as we get you caught up on everything else IU athletics related. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, October 6th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics News. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. And we have a non-football show, as we said today, as we get caught up uh, elsewhere around Indiana. The football talk has been uh, frustrating and at times depressing, so thought we would switch it up a bit, uh, talk a little bit of everything else going on, because there certainly is a lot going on, especially with a bye week. We have plenty of time to do as such. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. We really appreciate the support over on the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, go over there and subscribe. While you're doing that, head on over to Twitter. If you guys have that, uh, give, give us a follow at LO underscore Hoosiers or over at uh, Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Plenty plenty of ways to stay in touch with us, plenty of ways to find the podcast. As I said, uh, we are switching it up. We're going to start, when we typically do these shows, we start with men's soccer. Let's talk women's soccer first, because honestly, this team has been really, really impressive this season, and it's the team that uh, maybe you should be really paying attention to as they... Uh, start to near the end of the season in tournament play. The IU women's soccer team on Sunday played number 17 Michigan, uh, held them to a nil-nil draw in overtime. It was a little bit of a weird game uh, in a sense that Big Ten, well, all games actually, uh, go to overtime. You play golden goal where the first goal scored wins. Um, it is two overtime sessions believe they are 10 minutes a piece uh, in college. Uh, And then in tournament play, you go to penalties after that. Otherwise, it's a draw. But on Sunday, they got one minute into overtime. Lightning caused a delay. Then a monsoon came, and they ended up calling the game because of the field. The field was in terrible shape after all the rain. So they end up calling the game. So it ends a nil-nil draw uh, in overtime. Officially played 91 minutes, I guess. But it was a big performance for the Hoosiers. Another big performance, really. It's their eighth shutout of the season. Their second consecutive draw in the Big Ten versus really, really good teams. Um, They are, the Hoosiers have, are top 10 in the nation in goals allowed. They have only allowed five goals on the season. And on Sunday against, again, a top 25-ranked Michigan team, they outplayed them, thoroughly outplayed them, outshot them 16-11, to 11. Um, out, uh, shots on goal was 6-4, to four. and something that had been a bit of a bugaboo for these Hoosiers has been um, allowing early goals 
and especially inside the first 15 minutes or so. The Hoosiers never had that problem on Sunday. They were the ones that were controlling the game. Uh, it was in Bloomington at Yeagley Field, but uh, to do that against a ranked opponent is a little bit of a kind of message to the Big Ten. Uh, for forever, really, the uh, when it comes to soccer at IU, it's been the men's soccer team and the Yeagley family, rightfully so. But this women's soccer team getting things turned around and doing so impressively throughout the season. We've talked about them a couple times this year, uh, but under Erwin Van Binnicom, I might have butchered that name, head coach for the Hoosiers, uh, he has really gotten things turned around this season. They were racking up some of the accolades uh, early in the year, but under him, uh, for their, he's in his third season, and the Hoosiers have things rolling. Uh, the uh, freshman goalkeeper uh, made some big saves on the day to keep a clean sheet. Uh, the Hoosiers, as we said, outshot them six to four. Nothing uh, found the back of the net, but still a statement performance that came on the heels of them um, drawing one one with Ohio State last Thursday. Uh, that's an Ohio State team that was in the receiving votes section of um, the polls. So two of the top teams in the Big Ten, uh, the Hoosiers come away with two draws. Uh, the Ohio State game was in Columbus. Uh, they fall behind, as we mentioned. They were struggling with early goals. Fall behind in the eighth minute. Um, level it in the 61st minute. And again, another game where they thoroughly dominated 23 shots to uh, Ohio State's 15, 12 on target to Ohio State's three. This is a really good women's program that is really making some noise. Um, they are now eight, two, and three overall, two, one, and two in Big Ten. And they are, I mean, they got through the toughest part of their schedule with those Ohio State and Michigan games back to back. Penn State is a ranked team, or I believe they were receiving votes. They'll face them in a week from today. Uh, Purdue, they will end the season with. Purdue is a number 25 right now. Before all that, though, they will face Northwestern on Friday. Uh, it will be in Evanston. Uh, a chance to come up against a not-ranked team, a not-top not Big Ten team, kind of build on that momentum. And then this time next week, they will be on ESPNU for that game against Penn State. So really exciting times for the women's soccer team. It's been a lot of people that are um, stepping up and performing this season for this team. We've mentioned a lot of names. Paige Weber has five goals. Jordan Levi has four goals. She was uh, freshman of the week, I believe, early in the season. Uh, Jen Blitchock has four goals and four assists. Uh, she also has received accolades. We mentioned uh, the freshman keeper who has uh, earned some accolades, Jamie Gerstenberg. Uh, she's played in all 13 games and is a part of that defense that is one of the best in the nation, not just in the Big Ten. But this is a well-rounded team that has a lot of people stepping up and doing big things uh, this season. Honestly, they deserve the recognition. I know it's the men's soccer team that 
uh, kind of dominates headlines, and rightfully so, as I said. But wanted to lead off with the women's team today because they are in the middle of a really, really great season. And they only have a, a small handful of games left. So it'll be interesting to see how they finish out the year in their final five games. Um, like I said, Northwestern Friday, Penn State. Then they have Maryland, Rutgers, and Purdue uh, to round out the season before potential tournament play, which would be a big achievement for this team. Uh, now, as well as the women's team is doing, as we've heard throughout the season, the men's team is kind of on the flip side of that. And the struggles have continued. We'll talk about that here right after this uh, this break here as we talk about Bet Online, our friends over there. We've told you a ton about them. Uh, take our advice. We keep nailing these predictions. But for those that don't know, Bet Online is the number one spot for pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site, there's more odds, more props, more contests, really everything that you guys need to bet on football. Head over to the site today, use your mobile device. Whatever you want, whatever is easiest for you guys, sign up today. Uh, when you sign up, use promo code LOCKED ON to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. Uh, you can go over there, bet on football, basketball, boxing, playoff baseball started on Tuesday night. Uh, head on over there to play some of your favorite Vegas casino games, too. They have everything you guys could possibly want. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Big help, guys. Uh, we've had a, a really strong couple of weeks. I know the football team hasn't given us a ton of positive momentum, but we are still building it nonetheless. Big shout out to you guys. We're still going to talk about the men's soccer team, but when we're done, make sure your second listen of the day is Locked on Red Sox. Go over there. Those that didn't watch on Tuesday, Kyle Schwarber hit a moonshot, as Kyle Schwarber always does. He's on the Red Sox now, I know. Uh, he was on the Cubs for quite a while, was on the Nationals, got traded at the trade deadline, is now on the Red Sox, and uh, as he always does in October, huge homer in the playoffs hit one to the moon at Fenway Park. So head on over to Lockdown Red Sox, hear them talk about Kyle Schwarber, hear them talk about their big playoff win. And that get, that'll get give us something to root for uh, during these playoffs to watch Kyle Schwarber and watch him hit bombs. Uh, we mentioned women's soccer team, the success they've had. And as we said, the men's soccer team is continuing to struggle. Uh, they drop another game. Coming into this season, they had not uh, lost multiple conference games since 2015. They had not lost multiple home games since 2015. They fall to Michigan at home in overtime last Friday. Uh, it was it was a game the Hoosiers led. It makes it more frustrating. Uh, Herbert Endley draws a penalty. Victor Bezerra steps up in the 68th minute, gets his first goal of the season, which that stat alone is probably telling of, of how much the Hoosiers have struggled. But that lead didn't last. The Wolverines level it in the 81st minute, and then they win it in the 93rd minute. Now, this one was a little bit different than some of these other losses that they've had. 
this is a game the Hoosiers have really they they controlled that game against Michigan, but couldn't make the shots they had count. They outshot them 14 to 10, eight to five shots on target. But Michigan's keeper comes up with some big saves. Roman Celentano isn't able to quite match that. And this has been kind of the case for this team. It's just been a weird season for these Hoosiers. I don't know. Uh, they brought so much back from last season. I should. It was like four months ago in the spring. Had all these expectations, which isn't foreign to the Hoosiers. But ultimately, they have struggled to find that form that they had uh, during the tournament and during last season. And now they find themselves in a bit of, a bit of a precarious spot. Um, they are now two and two in big 10 play. Maryland tops the conference at two Oh and one Michigan, uh, is two and two tied with the Hoosiers. As we've mentioned, Indiana's won every trophy. The big 10 has handed out for the last three years. They want that to continue. I mean, it's entirely out of their control. Now they need some help in Maryland losing at least one game. And then the two sides are going to meet in what could be a really, really, a uh, big game in the final regular season game of the season uh, in College Park on Halloween Sunday, uh, a Sunday afternoon game that, depending on how things shake out, could be for a Big Ten title. But it's really hard to talk about potential Big Ten titles with this Hoosier team right now. Uh, they dropped their uh, season Big Ten season opener to Rutgers. They had bounced back with back-to-back -back wins, but they fall on Friday. The good news is they have two games that should serve as a launching pad to get things right, starting tonight, Wednesday, against Omaha at home, 7.30. That game's on Big Ten Plus. I'm sure like many, like myself, many of you do not have that. Uh, be sure to follow Tristan Jackson on Twitter. We had him on uh, last or last month, a couple weeks ago, maybe, uh, to talk about this team early on in the season and the kind of maybe championship or bust uh, expectations they have. They're certainly leading much more one way than the other uh, right now this season. They play Omaha on Wednesday. They play Trine on Saturday, two chances to get things right before they face Ohio State. Uh, next Tuesday, that game will be on Big Ten Network. Every Big Ten game at this point is a must-win game. So the pressure is going to be turned up. The next two games, Big Ten games for the Hoosiers, will be on the Big Ten Network. Uh, these are going to be uh, testy times. Uh, Coach Yeagley talked about the fact that this team has seen a lot of success over the last couple years and has not had to face adversity they've gotten a healthy dose of it. And uh, this this last loss, hopefully, is the wake-up call, the final wake-up call they need uh, to get things right. That defense hasn't been right, even with the return of Spencer Glass, who actually was named to the senior class. It's a, it's a class. It's called the Senior Class Award. Class stands for Celebrating Loyalty and Achievement for Staying in School. Uh, pretty self-explanatory as to what the who the award is targeting, but he was one of 30 men's soccer candidates named. He's come back, uh, integrating him 
as well as just kind of finding that level that they had last season. It hasn't been kind of the same energetic group that they had last season. As we mentioned, Bezerra only has one goal so far. So Hoosiers have some time or some chances, I should say, to get things right these next two games before the home stretch where, as we said, everything becomes a must-win game. It's going to be really interesting to see how this uh, – how this team shapes up, if they're able to get things right, and if they're able to kind of turn that into a postseason run. Certainly feels weird to talk about championships with them right now because they are not in a good place, but hopefully uh, in about a month's time, we are talking about championships and a much more successful team. A month from now, we'll be right before the start of the Big Ten tournament, so we will have a much better idea of what to expect from them in a month's time we have a little bit of iu men's and women's basketball to talk about to wrap up today's show it's going to be a shorter one before we jump into that though let's talk about our friends over at prize picks uh, i'm sure you guys have heard me talk about them by now if you haven't already they're your leader for college sports daily fantasy a really fun way to gamble on college sports. They have more props than you guys could ever imagine. Uh, when it comes to college football, it's uh, yards, passing yards, rushing yards, receptions, touchdowns, interceptions, everything you guys can think of. It's really simple. You pick you pick an over-under. Um, a lot of times we'll target Michael Penix's yards or Ty Freifogel's receptions, things like that. You They'll give you a number. You pick over or under. Do anywhere from two to five of those, and you can win up to 10 times your entry. Uh, all new users that deposit and use the promo code LOCKED ON will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's free money they're giving you guys. There's mixed sports entries. There's so many sports going on right now, and they have all of them covered, even sports you're probably not thinking of, including esports I've seen on there as well. Uh, use the award-winning app both on the App Store or Google Play. Really easy, really simple process, both to submit your picks and to withdraw your cash. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON or go to the App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. Also, our friends over at Built Bar have a new limited-time flavor, Cookie Dough Chunk. Uh, the only thing I like more than cookies and cream is cookie dough chunk or cookie dough. So I'm a big, big fan of this. For those that don't know, Built Bar is a delicious, uh, nutritious bar as well. Uh, tasty, have all kinds of flavors, coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, caramel. Uh, if you guys haven't tried it, tried it before, they have a mix box where you can get all the flavors. But as we said, they're not only tasty, they're healthy. You're looking at 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. No reason not to go over and check them out today. If you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Last thing we're going to talk about today, a little bit of IU basketball, a little bit of Hoosier hysteria. I didn't miss the news, or I didn't miss Hoosier, Hoosier hysteria, but 
with how uh, poorly things played out with the football team on um, Saturday. That was the obvious talking point. With all due respect, Hoosier hysteria is just kind of a glorified practice, and we didn't even get the scrimmage part of it this season due to injury. Maybe none more notable than Christian Lander, who came out in a walking boot. Miller Cop, Trey Galloway, Michael Durr, all were not available, though, according to the Indianapolis Star, all were out for precautionary reasons, according to an IU spokesperson. Nonetheless, it was fun to see fans back in Assembly Hall. It was fun to experience that atmosphere of a Hoosier hysteria again. Got to see a dunk contest, got to see a skills challenge, uh, a three-point contest, all those fun things. And it was fun seeing Mike Woodson back. We've talked about how he's kind of embraced this role as uh, coming home and this kind of being his, this Hoosier hysteria was kind of his homecoming. And you also saw Isaiah Thomas give a really awesome speech. If you guys haven't, if you weren't there, go look it up on YouTube, a really passionate speech uh, about Mike Woodson, about the IU kind of fan culture, about IU basketball, uh, a really, really great speech. It's six, seven minutes. Go head on over to YouTube. Check that out if you guys didn't already. But there really weren't a lot of takeaways from Hoosier Hysteria, so there really wasn't a lot of important things to talk about necessarily. Now, kind of similarly, the, the IU basketball TV schedule came out. Also, some times were attached. Again, not a ton you can really talk about from this other than just kind of looking at it. They'll be on Fox Sport 1 a handful of times, the Gavit games with St. John's. They'll be on Fox for the potential final Crossroads Classic in December. Um, They'll be on FS1 for a handful of Big Ten games. They have one CBS game, which will be an afternoon game against Michigan. Most of these games are on the Big Ten network. They'll be on ESPN at least once in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, as always, against Syracuse. They also have a game against Illinois that will be uh, on ESPN, the Wisconsin game, potentially the Minnesota game, and then the Purdue game will be on uh, ESPN as well. As I said, there's not a ton you can really take away from this other than some tip times if you guys are planning on going to some games. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get down there this season. It's been a long time since I've been in Assembly Hall. I certainly miss it after last year, after not being able uh, to go anywhere last year. So hopefully we'll be able to catch a game this year in Assembly Hall. Should be a fun one, but IU announced those. Also worth mentioning, all the Hoosier Hysteria stuff included the women's basketball team who are coming off their... Uh, best season ever. We are absolutely and certainly going to be covering the women's basketball team. Uh, They were able to get in front of fans for the first time as well and have a celebration for, as we said, their best season ever in program history. That's not even a debate. It was 100% their best season ever last year. They get to the Elite Eight. They fall to Arizona in a gut punch of a game. It was a close game but a ultimately frustrating game for the Hoosiers' struggles. Uh, They were unable to get over the hump. 
as Ari McDonald, the superstar for the Wildcats, uh, scored 33 points in that game, had an outstanding game. But the Hoosiers still got to the Elite Eight, were that close to their first ever Final Four trip. Another team that deserves all the love. We will certainly absolutely 100% be covering them this season. But they had they were part of Hoosier hysteria as well. They had some of their uh, games uh, kind of announced on TV. Didn't have as much fanfare, but they're going to be on TV a fair amount. Uh, they play Kentucky. Uh, that will be somewhere on ESPN. Uh, they'll be on ESPN for the ladies version of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. And then they'll be on Big Ten Network a fair amount because they're going to be one of the top teams in the conference. They return all five starters, a ton of their players from last season's team. So they are going to be not only one of the Big Ten favorites, you're going to find them pretty high up in some national rankings this season. So certainly a lot of fun to look forward to there. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen today. Be sure to head on over now for your second listen to the Locked on Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson. The Hoosiers might not be hitting the gridiron this Saturday, but there are a number of uh, big matchups, none bigger than Iowa-Penn State, two teams IU is familiar with. So go listen to them talk about that game coming up, uh, see who they favor. I'm honestly not really sure. I'd probably pick Penn State, but that Iowa defense is really, really good. They certainly looked really, really good against uh, IU, but I think I would slightly lean towards Penn State in that one. Uh, but we we talked to Kevin uh, with Locked On Nittany Lions last week. Go listen to him. I know he stopped by the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Hear what he has to say about that game. Uh, as always, leave a rating and review. Any review review you guys leave, I will read on air. Appreciate all the help. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with a special guest, Austin. You guys have not heard from before. He used to host a podcast with me back in Crimson Quarry. We are going to go get back to some football talk, uh, maybe look at where we stand moving forward with this team, uh, and we will have some fun doing that. And then make sure you follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, all that fun stuff. Uh, Have a great Wednesday, everybody, and Elio.